Okay, I'm going to ask you the Shur, and uh, this is Bachutz. Avodah Shel Torah, the Yir'ah, he says a beautiful thing here. He says, our service of God, whether it's um, to learn and to serve Him, like pray and do acts of kindness, and selflessness, Shleimut to perfection, perfect our character, because character matters. To be kind, this is anybody that's uh, Ben Yeshiva, Ben Aliyah. This is your bread and butter. That's what your, that's what your goal is, right? To become the best servant of God that you could be. He says, Sidre Yeshiva Shalanda he says when you're in the yeshiva environment, you have period one, two, and three. Usually, it's like three periods. That usually is a good paradigm to make you want to um, be a ben aliyah. That you know somebody that's always trying to get better, improve. That's the greatness of man. There's no limit to how good we could be, great we could be. We, every day we can become better than the next. And it's constantly improving and becoming more and more perfect. This is the life that's inside the four walls of here also. Here's a bit Midrash. He says, this is like our Noah's Ark, you understand? There's a flood of immorality that Satan Monica, we know. Liptards. They call good bad, bad good. They don't know, they're lost. God should have mercy on their souls. They're, everything by them is upside down, but this is like our ark that saves us from the flood of. Just to put it, it's wrong thinking. They're dead wrong, not just wrong, they're dead wrong. Because the way they think, they have no Olam Haba, they have no eternity. It says, when you're in a place of holiness, in the, in the, in the, the, the environment of a yeshiva, of a bet midrash, a kolel, is a totally different environment than the outside. From, like my Rosh Yeshiva said, what they call love, we call lust and death. Their love has no commitment, it's just like a one night stand. From A to Z, anything you go from the their definition of life is a different definition, different dictionary of what the meaning of life is from A to Z, different encyclopedia, different set of values. So he says, "Oh, here is a beautiful thing. This is saying, see." Let's say, Jason, you you love yeshiva, you love kola, but one day you're going to have to become a big boy and enter the world workforce. And that's a big test. Because at that, it's not going to be hunky-dory where everybody around you is spiritual and good and kind and working to become a better... To the contrary, over there... <laughs> <laughs> he says actually it's a double test 
Because the first thing is that you shouldn't change your values, who you are. Because listen, the environment changes you. You know, who your friends are, who you're working with. You know, sometimes it's scary. Like they tell me this guy learned in the best yeshiva in B'nai Brak, Panovich, and you look at the guy, like the only thing he cares about is money. He shouldn't lose the sensitivity to holiness. Sometimes we become desensitized to the most disgusting things because everything around you, you look here, you look there. When you leave the kosher environment of the yeshiva, you see with your eyes, it says what it says in the Talmud. Torah, to gain the, the crown of Torah, is hard to discover it and internalize it like gold, but it's easy to lose it like a uh, glass. You know how if you mishandle glass, it easily breaks? So that's Torah. It's very hard to achieve greatness in it, like trying to dig for gold. And then losing it is easy as uh, breaking a glass. He says a Ben Torah, somebody that his GPS is Torah, 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 and somebody that has a true knowledge, is a thoughtful person. When he goes into the street... And it's just a disaster. It's like uh, he's going into a flood of immorality, right? The street is not a kosher place. He feels. He's holding, it's like he's holding a hundred pound, pound glass on his shoulders. It says any, any turn you make, it easily could what crash down and break break into thousands of pieces and this is so important like we were learning in our thing he says it's it's so important that we have to watch our eyes don't look go don't don't go window shopping or never in the history of mankind was it so important to have a filter on your computer or kosher phone and people are so low lives. Like they have in the modern world, there is no such thing. We hold that one of the backbones of Judaism is modesty. They don't even know what modesty is. So can you imagine? It's a stat, sad state of affairs. Okay. We're on two different. We're polarized. We're on two different Spectrum. spectrums. Two different galaxies. So it says. Um, like I remember my Rebbe Rapsvi used to say once that you know nowadays like people don't read magazines that much more but you know any website or any YouTube video or anything that potentially may have something inappropriate you shouldn't even open that, that email or that open that magazine or read that article because we, it's, it's fire I don't know if you remember the Misat Yesharim we were saying Zehirut, which is before Zerizud, means 
in your mind it has to become concrete that sin is like a poison spiritual poison it's a spiritual fire just like you run away from a wildfire because you don't want to get engulfed and burned same thing you don't want your soul to get stained so you run away from impure and unholy and sinful things so he says the second test is how do other people treat you look at you so one thing is how do you look at them how do they observe and judge you he says um, he says of course you're going to unfortunately like you're dealing with this some people make fun of you ridicule you some people hate you some people are anti you some people are a little bit at least uh, sharp to you you know they're a little bit nasty like at the least they may not hate you but they're a little bit like but he says you should know there's a spark <laughs> and Matthew was telling me this he says there's a spark in every Jew as secular as they are in, his, in the depth of his conscience and soul the Jew knows that somebody that goes is exposed to Torah and Yeshiva should become greater and if you don't it becomes a Chilasha even though they may be anti you and hate you but they know the only place that makes the true godly people is where? Yeshiva. Yeshiva. So even though they may hate it, they expect that you become elevated, more angelic. They want to see in every Talmud Chacham, Torah scholar, they want to see him as the poster child of perfection. And that's what the Misad Yesharim is. That's why it's so important to learn. Misad Yesharim is telling you, listen, and it says, and it's scary. It's, it's. We, we see this time and time again how people may hate the Torah and hate rabbis, but they expect a higher. They hold them to a much higher standard because they know that this is meant to elevate a person. So they get frustrated and disappointed. He says. He says share. Talmid Chacham Be'et Mofiyah Kedugma But it says If you really do act like an angel That you're supposed to be If you really do Have the integrity To practice what you preach And what you learned It says it softens people's heart They see that Hey, this guy we should respect him Because yeah. actions speak greater than words That's true And I'll tell you An uh, amazing thing about this in a second It becomes a Kiddush Hashem Yeah See, nobody could deny... Like I tell you, I would not underestimate, because there was a big rabbi, Rabbi Elbaz was saying this. Like, the, I, I wouldn't underestimate, like, I wouldn't, I don't know if millions, but probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of Israelis, this is what, like, changed... Like, they would send their... their they would send their kids to a public Israeli school. And the kid would curse at his parents and have no respect then like a rabbi would convince them to come like a Jewish summer camp that was religious and then they said okay try for you to put him in a religious it's called like Chinuch um, it's kind of like Haredi but it's not it's not like it's a private school that 
is not a public Israeli school. So there they teach him. Uh, Rabbi Vadia created many schools. So like there, the parent sees, listen, it's true. My kid wants me to keep Shabbat and light Shabbat candles and be not mix meat and meat. meat. But look, the kid actually respects me. They teach him that the honor of a parent is like the honor of God. So you know what I'm saying? It, it, then the parents also hop on board. Hop on board because it's true. It says it's very clear your obligation when you leave the four corners. And this is not only for Ben Yeshiva, anybody that has a yarmulke. Yeah. People have another, like, you know, when you have a yarmulke, yeah. a kippah, they, they hold you to a much higher standard. Remember you were telling me the other day, you were talking about Chilu Hashem? Yeah. The greater the person, the more meticulous... They'll scrutinize you. Yeah, the more... He has to scrutinize himself. Oh, of course. And be super... If he doesn't work, yeah. Super yeah. careful how people perceive. Yeah. He says, And the second, he says, the second you leave the door of the shul, the Bet Midrash, the study hall, or the yeshiva... You have to go out of your way to make a Kiddush Hashem. Proactively. Proactively. Any action and word you say has to be, the goal is to make what? Every step you take, and you should be super careful not to be the cause of what? And he says, honestly, this is your second test. Your first test is how you deal with them. The second test is how they perceive you. Right. So you have a double-edged sword there. One edge of the sword is make sure you don't make it chilul Hashem, because they expect better from you. Then it gives the whole Torah. It gives the whole system a bad name. And secondly, proactively, deliberately, you should go out of your way to make a He says the Rambam talks about Chilul Hashem very clearly. He says, He says, let's say somebody that's known as a righteous person, an elevated person, a righteous Sadiq Talmud Chacham person, if he does something in the eyes of people, it seems like a sin. Even though it may not technically be a sin, they perceive it as what? Something sinful against the Torah. And it's not according to his it's not according to his honor to, to belittle himself in such things. He says, even though technically according to the letter of the law this is permitted, it could be a Hashem. If it leaves a bad taste. So let me make something clear. If you're keeping the Torah and you're being super strict. That's not a chilul Hashem. But if you're doing something that's like angry or lazy or, you know, disrespectful, even though technically you didn't do anything wrong going to Torah, Shulchan Aruch, but they perceive it as that you were nasty or stealing or, you know, selfish, you know? It's chilul Hashem. Really? Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, we're talking about that you could have been more... Obviously, the Torah was not given to angels. 
But this is something that if you would have been more organized and more with the program and more deliberate, you wouldn't have given them the perception that you were doing something. Because you're representing the Almighty. They expect more from you. You're held to a different standard. You know, I'll tell you later. He says, so he says, like, for example, what's Kiddush Hashem? He says, let's say you go to the butcher and everybody in the city pays, doesn't pay on credit. Let's say in this city there's no such thing as credit. Everybody has to pay. They pay cash when they pick up their meat from the butcher. But you pay on credit. So the people may say, oh, since he's so such a big rabbi, he thinks he's a wise guy. Why is he not paying right away? He must want to maybe steal the money, you know? Because people have a PhD in complaining and judging disfavorably, unfortunately. So he says, Rabbi Yochanan says, he says, for example, if I walk four feet, four steps, without Torah and tefillin, that's a chilashem. Because people expect me to be the symbol of Torah, every second learning Torah and being holy. So if I'm not that, so it depends. I mean, so the Rambam goes more into Chilul Hashem. He says there's other cases of Chilul Hashem. And that's somebody that's great in Torah. Right? A regular person, this wouldn't be a Chilul Hashem. You have to understand. Yeah. The greater you are, you become into a different... Higher standard. Higher category. Yeah. A regular Joe Shmo is harder for him to make a Chilul Hashem. Yeah. But once you're... And, you know, you're known to be extra pious... Then, then the, when the people you do something questionable, it's chilu Hashem. Even though it's not technically any avera sin, it could. So he says one of them is like you become excessively like a joker. But yeah, it's good to have a good sense of humor. But if the rabbi is not meant to be like a stand-up comedian, you mean you know you have to have self-respect, or you like become a glutton. You eat ten times more in front of your congregants. Now, the rabbi or the sadiq or tamid chacham should not be doing that. Especially if, like, if you do it amongst your friends, like you're having a simchat Torah and that. Okay, fine. Your friends know that this is you're not a bad guy. Whatever it's like, yeah. but they know you, yeah. But if you're the people have known zero Torah and now you know tremendous Torah and then they see yeah. you're yeah. you're acting like a glutton. Like a shekamu, yaov, I mean, aboya. Have a karishum bochoro bechale. Rasmini, then you're, yeah. Yeah, so that's why, like, I know some sadikim, they never eat in public. Really? Yeah. Only if they know other people that are there are sadikim like that. Wow. This was the uh, tradition of Jerusalem also. The, 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 the respectable families of Jerusalem, they would only eat in private. That's why, like, in the city of Ben Abrak, the most Haredi city in the world, there's no. Sit in restaurants. It's only takeout. Wow. Also, because they don't want it to be yeah. a hangout. Yeah. But this is, so he says, like, if if you talk to people in an angry way, or you're very, are you very like always the opposite of smiling at people? Yeah. Like, yeah. People, you you don't you don't when people say shalom to you you don't. Accept them and greet them in a with a nice. smile. Welcome. Are you always fighting with people or getting angry at them? It's Hashem. 
And he says, obviously, it depends how great you are. The greater you are, the more easier it is to make a chilu Hashem. Because people don't expect from a yeshiva bachur the same thing as a rabbi. People don't expect from a rabbi, it says the rosh yeshiva. People don't expect from a rosh yeshiva as the top rabbi. Gadol, Gadol Hador, the, the leader of a generation. He says that's why he should be extraordinary to go above and beyond the duty of halacha in order he have to bend over backwards to not create even a perception of Achil Hashem. You understand? But he says, let's say the, the person goes out of his way and he sacrifices his comfort to be the symbol of perfection and Kiddush Hashem. He's very patient with people, never gets angry, always greets them with a smile, you know, very patient with them. He's very interested in them and, you know, with the program, like people feel very comfortable opening up to him and yeah, yeah. he does he's not like elitist, like oh don't Yeah. He's very Yeah. He understand empathizes with All people. The, no, he empathizes with people and and he's very honest, and he greets them with a smile, and even if they curse him out, he doesn't tell them. Even if they disrespect him, he doesn't disrespect them. And he respects everybody, even people that disrespect him. It's a big thing. Yeah. See, the Talmud Chacham has to realize, these people don't have Torah. I'm sorry, they're like, first, they're like babies. So they don't know better. We don't... He's not petty. He's, even if they disrespect him, he respects them. It's very hard, but... And he's very honest. He has a tremendous integrity in business. And he doesn't overeat with them. And His main thing is to learn Torah as much as possible and teach it. So he's not going to go schmooze for half an hour like nonsense with people. His main thing is to learn Torah, where his tefillin and sisit, and everything he does, he does above and beyond his call of duty to make it look glorious and beautiful. Not that he's aloof, that he's not with the program. He's you know he's a good citizen and he knows what's going on in the world. But he, they know that his main thing is to be with Torah and studying. Not that he should be like a space out, like, oh, like he's a hermit or in a different world. No, he's very, acts very normal, but he's from a different cut. He's like very respectable, very noble. Cut yeah. from a different family. Yeah, cut from a different family, very noble. Yeah. Everybody sings his praises. Everybody loves him. Everybody wants to be like him. That's a Kiddush Hashem. So you see, there's like three different... Ideas in the Kiddush Hashem. Everybody praises Him. Everybody loves Him. Everybody wishes that they could be as great as Him. This is the Kiddush And that's what it says in the in Navi. God says, God says, You are my servant. You person that the symbol of perfection of Torah and Kiddush Hashem, you are my servant. You are my son. And that's what, through you I find glory. God boasts 
to the entire world and say, wow, look what kind of servants I have, what kind of honorable and noble good people. He says, He says, once you have a hat and jacket on and a keep on a black hat, they look at you with a different eye. And he says, even if you may be a teenager, and teenagers are sloppy and they're... He says he has to weigh his actions and words, that he doesn't create a bad vibe, that, you know. He says, before every decision, every everything comes out of your mouth, and every step you take, you have to think, is this making a Kiddush Hashem? So you have to be... You have to be thoughtful. Thoughtlessness is the worst thing. And he says, for sure now that people are just anti-Torah and anti-holiness and anti-religion, we shouldn't give them fuel for their... We shouldn't give them, God forbid, proof that, oh... And, you know, the worst people are the anti-religious Jews, the non-religious Jews. Oh, why should I be religious? These guys are not, not any good. So he says, He says, now that there's no values in the world, and all their values are liberal and anti-Torah, and they don't even know what modesty and fear of God is, and humility is, so more so that we should be the Kiddush Hashem to bring them back, because it's sad, they're like, they're not with the program at all. They're not even in the stadium. They're like in a different la-la land. He says that's our whole mission. To create a Kiddush Hashem wherever we go. And Kiddush Hashem is the biggest mitzvah. Because through Kiddush Hashem, people want to be with the program. And there's nothing more glorious than bringing from somebody that's not with the program into the program of following the Torah and mitzvot. May Hashem help us to succeed in our duties. Amen va amen.